What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And what I got to say today, we got some positive news. We got some positive news. We'll get into it all right after this. All right. So first off, we have a couple of things to get into today. Some uh, news broke. Everybody is out of health and safety protocols. And everybody will be back except for the injured Alex Caruso and Derek Jones Jr. This comes from Billy Donovan just earlier today. Uh, Dotson tested out, which is the first player that we've had to test out that quickly. We know it's happened to some other teams, the Lakers and all that. We know all that. But so the fact that the team even yesterday moved from having a shoot around to doing a full practice. Everybody's back in practice today. This is positive news, especially heading into the game Sunday. The Bulls have a couple of days where they can get some practice in. Well, Christmas Eve and Christmas, I don't know if they'll be practicing then. But everything, we'll have everyone all back except Derrick Jones Jr. and Alice Caruso on the next game. That is very, very positive news. That means Io is going to be back, who will need with Caruso being out. And the Bulls can head into next week's games, which we've already talked about. They have five games next week. They can head into that week with their full complement of players that are healthy. Everyone's out of health and safety. Hopefully that continues to be the case. Um, just great to hear. It, this, this is a good and some of the best news that we've had so far. Um, you know, just lately, it's just been string after string of bad news. So Zach Levine's back. He's practicing the team again, working on that chemistry. And it goes to show how much Billy Donovan knows it's important that to have everyone back. And they want to try to get that rust off if there is any and get the chemistries back as quickly as possible that they moved from just having a shoot around yesterday to a full practice and everything like that. This is positive news for our Chicago Bulls and one that especially going into a long week, right? Going into a long week. We got, like I said before, on the live stream, we got Indiana Sunday. We got Atlanta both on uh, Monday and Wednesday. We got Indiana Friday. And we got uh, Washington on Saturday. That is a jam-packed week of games. And, you you know, over the course, and it, it may be good that they have that many games back-to-back. We'll see if any more get canceled. But that really allows them to get these games out, get back in rhythm if anything is. Don't be surprised if they drop a game or two in this stretch. But with that being said, it's just really good to have it. And Alex Caruso may be back before the end of this week. You know, we say, they said seven to ten days. We'll see if we have, when we have him back. If he does come closer to that, positive news there. We'll see what's going on with Derrick Jones Jr. Again, hamstring. Like with Caruso being out a week, I expect it to just one day Derrick Jones Jr. is probable and we'll have him um, back in the game. Full roster back. Really could not be more excited for that. Let me know how quick do you think it's going to take these Bulls to get back in rhythm, if you even think it's going to take any time. We did see them play two games. They looked pretty good in both those games. Not not perfect, right? But no team is. But they, they played pretty well um, in those games. So that's really it. I wanted to give that update. I wanted to talk about those things. We know we got a difficult week coming up. I actually want to go into the mailbag now. And we got we had two voicemails from Shay. One, it's been so long that I think we've kind of already addressed it in other videos. So, Shay, I apologize that it took me a while. But I'm going to go ahead and play this one voicemail from Shay. Hey, hey, what's up, man? I know it's me again. But uh, I was thinking, how about, look, we're not going to be able to keep Alfonso McKinney because once everybody gets back, and I know we can't really trade Kobe White, even if he, I mean, if he keeps playing this consistently good, we can't trade him. But I was thinking we still need that big man, even if even if we do, even if we were able to keep Afonso McKinney and wave Matt Thomas, we would still need a big man. So, I mean, what would be your suggestions to fix this big man problem? Because you don't want to lose Afonso McKinney. 
if he keeps playing this well, and you don't want to trade Kobe White if he keeps playing as well. So, I mean, what do you do? Do you give up on a young 22-year-old Troy Brown Jr. to go out and get that big man? I mean, or to get that power forward? Or what do you do? Or do you just keep it the way it is? Tell me your thoughts. Peace. All right. So Shay's question there is is interesting one, right? But it's one that I, I would say as of right now, yes, Afonso McKinney lo- has looked good. But, you know, even if they do keep him and then move uh, on from Matt Thomas or somebody like that, all right, that really doesn't eliminate anything. The big Bulls big man search, I think, is really going to come down to the buyout market and we'll see what they do there. You know, they also have that trade exception. They don't have to use that trade exception, though, until free agency next year. So they can really keep that up all the way through the draft into the beginning of free agency next year. So we'll see what happens with that trade exception. But overall, the question that you presented there, do we give up on the 22-year-old Troy Brown Jr.? And while Troy Brown Jr. has put together some stretches and look good, for the large part, there's not been anything with Troy Brown Jr.'s game that I would say can't be replaced by players we already have on the roster. You got to think, the way that I think about it is this. Troy Brown Jr., even in the limited minutes he has, right, would you rather him or would you rather Javante Green get those minutes once the Bulls get a competent four? Because that's the way that I see it going. Javante's minutes are going to be Javante's minutes. Now, he may not get moved out of the starting lineup. And in some ways, Javante Green becomes even more of a versatile piece coming off the bench. Because you got to look, he can play the two, the three. Now he showed that he's, he can play the four. So because of that, um, if the Bulls do get that mystical power forward that we, that we expect them to get at some point in the season, if we, if we have to give up anyone, I would say Troy Brown Jr. be be the piece of that. Whether it's the Bulls just outright cutting him because he's an expiring contract anyway, trading him for whatever pick they can get from him, if they can get anything, or maybe a, a, a team that does see some promise in him sends us a player back with a little bit less salary and we can cut it that way. Whatever happens, I'm, I don't think there's anything with, that Troy Brown Jr. has shown this team, even at only being 20 years old, that me personally, that I would say, he absolutely has to stay here. And, and, to, and to be fair with that, even saying that about Alfonso McKinney as well, Alfonso McKinney gave us some great minutes, especially in the last game. Now, we, we, we haven't seen enough to see how much that impact would be sustained over a long period of time. We may just not have much time to see it before we have to make that decision with him being on a 10-day, the second 10-day contract. But with all that being said, I mean, even if it's bo- give up both of them, Give a, if it's cut Matt Thomas, trade away Troy Brown, and we can't re-sign McKinney, I don't think if the Bulls get the four that they need, like I said, everything else that those players give us, and I think it becomes easier for other players to give us as well. You know, look, if Derrick Jones Jr. is no longer playing out of position at the four and he can play more of a backup three row, hell, even some two, whatever else, you know, still play some four minutes, but whatever, um, And but there's a more competent four, and then that four can also play some five out there with him. You, you know, that is is worth the price of admission right there. You got to look at it. And I know we, and I do it sometimes too. Let me put myself here. I do it sometimes too. It's easy to keep saying, let's add, let's add, let's add. But when you really think about the playoffs and the, and the, the minute shrinking down, and this is just me, uh, let me know what you guys think. And this is something to go into. Let's say the Bulls get this four, whoever it is, whatever, they get the four. So we we know the starting five is going to get their minutes. This mystical four is going to get their minutes. I say mystical just as not, a, you know, mystical playing the four in the NBA though, the rapper mystical. Hmm. And nonetheless, um, the, this mystery power forward, um, who really gets minutes off the bench? I think Derrick Jones Jr. showed he deserves to get his minutes off the bench. We know Alice Caruso is going to get his minutes off the bench as well. Javante Green is going to get his minutes too, right? So that right there. And then Io, Kobe, whoever's hot, you know, throw in some there. Really, playoff rosters do keep their, their lineups down to about nine. 
So I think really when you look at it, if the Bulls do add this four that we all know that we need, oh, well, well the thing is, I in my mind, whatever four we get is also going to play some backup center as well. But Tony Bradley probably get a few minutes there here and there, but maybe we'll see what happens in the playoffs. At the end of the day, I think for the most part, this Bulls team has, and then that's not even to count Patrick Williams. If Patrick Williams comes back and by the playoffs, how many minutes he's given. So with that being said, I get that this idea of, of who we're going to keep and keep McKinney and all this stuff at the end of the bench. But I think really, as we go forward in the season and as we look towards the playoffs, because like I said before, that's really what I like to look at the team and judge it on. As we go towards that, you got to really think that a lot of these players who are on this team just aren't going to play a lot in the playoffs. And even as much as I've said during during now during the regular season, they will, right? And they should. But as, even as much as I said that there's minutes for Io and Kobe with the way Billy Donovan plays, in the playoffs, it's really going to come down to whatever they need out of which one of them and who's playing better. Because it may very well be that the other one isn't getting very many minutes come playoff time. There's a lot up in the air with this team, especially when we talk about adding someone that we just don't know who it's going to be yet or if they're even going to go that route. There, It may very well be we're already about to go into January. Patrick Williams could be back by March. Now, we don't know when in March. It could very well be that the that the front office surveys everything, says that they don't want to give up many assets or they don't find a trade that they can like. Maybe there isn't somebody that they like in the buyout, and they just decide, let's roll the dice with what we have if they know Patrick Williams is going to come back for sure. There's, there's an option of that. I know that's not a popular opinion. That's not something that I want to see the team do either, but there is a chance that that may happen. We got to really, and th this is the first time that I've thought about it, just realistically looking at everything. Th there's a lot of different things that are up in there. At the end of the day, it's hard for me to say what we can do in the future until the moves are done. Um, And I think that's ultimately where I sit at right now. It's taking a look at what this team does whenever they do make a move, whenever they bring somebody else in, whenever we can stay healthy and get an evaluation of everyone at full strength and everything else and Vooch looking good until all those things are done to say that who we should keep or shouldn't keep at the end of the day, it's really about bringing in what we need. Now, again, this front office is not trading Patrick Williams. That's why I harping so much on that. They're not trading Patrick Williams. I don't think the Bulls should trade Kobe, right? That's been my thing. I don't think the Bulls should trade Kobe, but I absolutely can see a world in which they do as well. Um, so with that being said, there's really, it's almost everyone, right? Except some players are probably tra are tradable on this team and that's fine. But at the end of the day, like a lot of teams don't make a lot of the, the teams that have high, high views or whatever, or ceilings, they don't really make a lot of trades in, in the middle of the season too. So we'll really see what happens, right? There's a lot of different routes the Bulls can go on because of that. It's really hard to say who we should, could, should, and shouldn't keep the Matt Thomas versus Alfonso McKinney conversation. At this point, I really don't care. Because when everybody's healthy, neither one of them are probably getting a lot of minutes. But I will, will would be lying if I didn't say that the way Alfonso McKinney has been looking, that some consideration shouldn't be given to that. So we'll all see. Troy Brown Jr., really, he worked himself out of the lineup. He only got back into the lineup because of injuries. And then he looked pretty solid in some games. So it really just depends on what this team looks. At the end of the day, in AK, we trust if we say that, if this is something that we keep saying that we love our front office and what they can do and what they bring to the table, we have to trust the decisions that they make, and that's ultimately what I do. Until they make something that's just a complete idiotic decision, I'm going to trust whatever decision they make. But let me know what you guys think down below. What do you think about this Bulls roster and how it would shape up, like I said, with whatever four that we end up getting? Did I give you any more food for thought just kind of talking through my thoughts here? Because I didn't really – like, I, I, you really just saw me work through my own thoughts. But that's it for this episode. Make sure you're following us on any social media platform at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. 
bullcentralpod at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail or a text like Shay did at 773-270-2799. Like I liked it in every episode on. Go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.